The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good types. But so many poor choices. <laughs> <laughs> It's officially, I'm going to put my bare ass on everything season because it's nice out and I'm wearing skirts and that's just how it works with a big ass and a skirt. Okay. <laughs> this is the Homance Chronicles. <laughs> oh, that's how you're starting it? Okay. All right. I thought maybe we'd have to turn the fans off. No, we're doing this. Turn off my ancient AC unit. No, we're doing no, it we're live. Yeah. Might as well. I mean, honestly, it is. We didn't what it even is. just like we don't even know what we're talking about today. What do, do we, you? What do you mean? What? What are we talking about? I don't know. Oh, we don't have a thing. No. <laughs> okay, we we figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> and we're we're here now. Oh man, it's, it's a, been a weird day. It's just been a yep and. You know, we thought we... Had our shit together? We thought we knew what we were doing, but turns out... We didn't. We don't. We went and got ice cream instead <laughs> of figuring it out. Don't worry, I took two lactase pills. <laughs> she did go for the non-dairy option, but it was her least favorite, pineapple. Ew. I love pineapple. Gross. You're so weird. No. No, pineapple hits a weird spot on your tongue that just goes bleh. <laughs> I personally have never experienced such a meh. I don't know. I don't. I have a taste bud that's not into it. Just one. Just, just one. Just one guy. He just mm-hmm. hangs out in there, mm-hmm. going strong. <clears throat> well, should we do a little what we've been doing lately? If you'd like to, I don't feel as though my what I've been doing lately is that interesting to people. I can tell you, though, about some good shows that I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You've been watching 90 Day Fiance. I have been. And? You know, the first season I felt was very stereotypical. Uh-huh. The second season, there were more men who were the immigrants and women who were the Americans. Yep. Which then I was like, oh, I see. They're trying to flip it around yep. on us. Not They're not all just mail-order brides. And it really didn't matter if it was the man who was American or the woman who was American. These people who are coming from the other countries are settling for people that I would not I would not even date and they could live next door to me. Oh, my God. The, the, I don't... I don't understand why anybody's family thinks that they're there as a gold digger when none of these people have money. (laughs) Right. They also require a sponsor. And if, okay, first and let's... You're going to explain 90 Day Fiance for everyone? I just have to get it out of the way. Google it. It's a K-1 visa. You have 90 days. You bring somebody to the States and you have to marry them within that 90 day time frame. They are also required to find what's called a sponsor. Which means that person, if they were to divorce and that person stayed in the States, that sponsor 
would be responsible, like a cosigner on a lease, they're responsible for that human for the next 10 years. So if that person who came from a different country who's now got their green card and they're living in the States can't find a job, can't pay their way, the sponsor's liable for them. It's fucking weird. A.K.A. their wife or husband. No. Right? Not all the time. Oh. There's, yeah, they found somebody else to be the there, sponsor? Yeah, there's one guy. Oh, I don't think I've made it that far in the show for that to happen. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> I can't wait for you to watch all of it. Yeah, no. The shit's wild. <laughs> yes, I know! It's wild. I am like... Have you gotten to Muhammad and Danielle yet? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Fuckity, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuckity. Oh my god. And I I couldn't believe what was happening during the reunion show. Oh, that's my favorite part. Those reunion shows. I was shows. actually upset that there wasn't a reunion show for the first season. Don't be. It comes full circle. Okay. Well, actually, I don't know. You can Google everybody from the first season and see where they're at and what they're doing and, like, okay. the whole nine, you know? Because these yeah. were, like, these these shows have been on for, like, five or six years. Oh, I know. I, it's on TLC normally, but yep. Hulu's got all of them. Hulu's got all of them right now, and then they do the 90 Day Before the 90 Day Fiance, and then they do the Happily Ever After question mark. Oh. Oh, it gets real thorough. <laughs> I don't think I have time for that. You, <laughs> anything's a dildo, okay? <laughs> you will make time. But, yeah, Mohammed is 26, I think. It gets and, crazier. And she is, Daniela is 41. She looks like the Mucinex ball from the commercial, like the actual... Oh. Snap ball. Oh. <laughs> Am I wrong? She she's an interesting character. She's from Ohio. She is No offense Midwest. to Ohio. Well, I was just going to lump her in as Midwest <coughs> for sure. Mohammed's actually not a bad-looking guy. He gets m- more attractive as the show goes on too cuz he finally learns how to like dress himself and he gets his hair cut professionally and like, he does turn out to be a physically attractive human being, foremost. But he's from uh, Tanzania? Or Ten- yeah, Tanzania. Tanzania? Yep. Um, and is Muslim and mm-hmm. is blaming all of his... Muslimness. L- lack of affection. On being Muslim. On being Muslim. We all know, baby child, that ain't it. Because Danielle I, is not attractive. That's just hands down where I'm at with it. I mean, I feel bad being like that i mean she's got to be attractive to someone however they look like a very unmatched pair you have apples and oranges in the same basket yes and it's very apparent that apples and bananas apples and bananas at this point yeah it's very apparent he does not care for her he doesn't and to the point where one of the fellow contestants on the reunion was like do you love her bro and he was like (laughs) i can't tell you that I am Muslim and I can express my affection, which, fine, I will respect your religion. However, the answers that he was giving as an alternative were so selfish uh-huh. that you're like, okay, 
I can understand if you're a very private person, but you but you better have an alternate that is a little bit better than what you're giving me, right? Yes. My recommendation is if you have to bail out for whatever reason, you go to the um, Happily Ever After, which is also on Hulu, and just watch that one. Follow that couple. Oh, man. It gets, it gets crazy. I just feel... I actually feel really bad for Danielle. I feel bad for both of them, let's be honest. And... Yeah. yeah. They both got... He left everything he knew in a country that he... That's all he knew and came to the States and, you know, gave up family to be with this person. And this person likely made it seem as though it was a lot nicer than what it actually was. I'm sure. Her and her three kids. I'm sure. Four. She's got four children. I don't understand. Yeah. No, these couples are nuts. (laughs) But what's even crazier is their fucking family. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't think that I've come across even one family member who has welcomed this situation or been happy for them initially. Yeah. It takes everyone ounce it like uh, every like, ounce of every human being in every situation. They're all so against whoever's coming to the States because they think that it's just a, to get their green card. Or a gold digger situation. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> this one poor girl ended up crying at her own bachelorette party because the mother of the groom is like, why couldn't you just meet somebody in Russia? <laughs> That was and a unique circumstance in and, and of itself. I'm like, how come your son can't meet anybody here? Oh, I know why. Because he's broke, fat, doesn't have his life together, and from what I'm seeing, zero personality. <laughs> right? So he has met the one person in the world who happens to be in Russia who can actually tolerate him right. for potentially their entire be life. Be thankful. He found a partner. Right. I, none nobody of, here was, wants to do it that. It blew my mind that there was nobody who was just, from the get-go, like, happy Welcome. for them. We're excited for, me, for you. None of that. None of it. None. Do you no think... One was, no one was, um, like, just saying, I, I look forward to, you know, you guys developing or your relationship growing or i mean even that is like you don't have to sit there and say i love this situation or i accept this person but at least you can say well wishes right and it's bizarre do you think now here is another weird one some people had no choice and they had to like tell everybody about this person that they met and they found and whatever else and couldn't keep them a secret but there's other people who have kept their relationship a full-blown secret, and now yeah. they have to get fucking married. Yeah. There was one guy who didn't tell his family that the many times he went to Colombia was to visit a woman. So what was he telling them right. exactly? Because he went for vacation to see a soccer game or a football game or whatever. Yeah. And from what I could tell, would have zero business being there (laughs) because he's a, like, middle school gym teacher. (laughs) Why would you have to go 
to fucking Colombia or Brazil or wherever she's from. Football. I, I forget, but I think it's Brazil. Um, but that was very strange to me. Is that his family didn't question him when he was going on these trips? Or maybe they did, and he just was still able to keep it a secret. Or he was just like, mm, vacation, I love Brazil or Colombia or whatever. Like, but I, mm. I don't... It's not I, cheap. No, it's not cheap. And I don't know other... I don't know why you wouldn't want to tell anybody other than the fact that you'd have to face their judgment. Right. And or if you thought, this isn't going to work out, this isn't a real thing, so I don't necessarily want to count my chickens before they hatch you know Mm -hmm. but they had a full-blown plan for her to come to the u.s and he said nothing nothing and i feel like if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend you have a significant other that you're not introducing to your family or telling anyone about you're going to be suspicious even if they are 10 minutes away, let alone half a world away. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You got to be honest and open. But yeah. Wow. I mean, it's insane. I am aware. And I watch regularly as much as I can. The nice thing is that the seasons aren't very long. No. And you can, honestly, it's just good background noise. I've had it on in the background while I've been folding laundry yeah. and doing other stuff yeah. because you don't have to like catch every Certainly detail not. No. and they tend to like recap yeah they do recaps a lot too but um you yeah i uh so you haven't gotten to as and the blonde chick i can't remember her fucking name right now nicole you haven't no. gotten there <laughs> no no we'll I be mean, back i started i think i'm on i think i'm on season three now and there's a super old dude with this 19-year-old chick, and she's basically a clone of his ex-wife. She's from the Philippines. That guy is super fucking So weird. creepy. He's so creepy. So creepy. Beyond creepy. And you know what creeped me out even more? The fact that he still had pictures of his fucking ex-wife who just dipped on him 20-plus years ago around still? No. No. You know, it creeped me out even more than that. The fact that he bought his new fiance the same vehicle? No, you know it creeped me out more than that. Oh, God. <laughs> when the 19-year-old fiance said, I love being in his embrace and all of our intimate moments have been wonderful. I was like, ooh, good. <laughs> she ain't freak nasty. Oh, God. You didn't hear that? I probably blacked it out. All of our embraces. Yeah. <laughs> All of our intimate moments. All right, bitch. Embrace these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept overusing the word awkward. Yep. And I really wanted to be like, can you expand your vocabulary? You can't. Obviously. Okay. Especially, I mean, look at his tastes in women. Can't expand that one either. Bizarro. He had a wife. She was with him for two kids. And then... Four. Oh, really? It was four? Yeah. Damn. So she made four children with him and then one day just dipped up and disappeared. She radically turned into a different person after she got to the U.S., but then he still decided to have four children with her, so I don't really know what's happening there. Right. Who knows? But it doesn't seem like she's in anyone's lives. No, she got out, and I don't blame her. 
That guy is a but psychopath. Another super creepy thing was that his daughter had some clothes that she wasn't wearing or I don't know, something maybe that stains on them. I don't know. But he basically asked his daughter if he could give her clothes to the fiance. <laughs> and the daughter, the daughter who's probably the same age as the fiance. Uh, she's older. Okay, early 20s. Goes, um, no, that's not okay. There are boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> I did like his daughter. And then he was like, I can respect that. I respect that. Oh my god. And she's so like, I weird. don't want to see her in my clothes. So weird. I'm sorry, but I can't imagine like if, if for some reason my well, it wouldn't happen anymore, but if my dad were still alive and if my dad and mom were to break up and my dad were to bring somebody around the house who is my age or younger, I'd lose my fucking mind. I lose my mind. It's got to be weird. It's unacceptable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Now that we've had our 90-day rant. Yeah. I can't wait for next week. I know you're going to get more in. I've um, I've dated a couple of older men in my last, I don't know, six months or year of being single. And the most... Like, the biggest age gap I've ever had, I think, is 12 years. And I still... But at 12 years, like, they still couldn't be my dad. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) not having a kid at 12. I mean, maybe some people do, but it's pretty rare. I'm sure it's happened. Um, And that's about as far as I can go. I honestly... We've talked about the age thing before, and I think I had said, like, I could do about 10 years nope. and still feel okay. I've I've dipped my toe into the 12-year pond, and it's not terrible. Um, I don't... I don't feel like I'm too young when I'm with them. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people have... Uh, uh, 10 to 15 year age gap in their relationships I I do semi envy those people because I feel like those are the ones that have like a really great relationship because it's truly about them well it's and, truly about them and then well them liking think each about, other well and yeah and if you think about it um there's there's a maturity about the relationship, I think, and um, almost a default that we're going to be acting like adults here. Yeah. I don't know why that happens in my brain, like why there's a signal for that that way. But yeah, I don't either, because that's certainly not how life works. It's not. It's not how <laughs> life works at all. So I don't know. Yo, weirdo. Um, another show that I watched... Where there's only one season and I think it's only six episodes is Shrill. T R I L L? No, S H R I L. Shrill. Shrill. Okay. Yes. Um, AD Bryant from SNL stars in it. Okay. And a lot of it is focused on um, women's weight and issues with it. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very smart show it's very funny um 
one of the guys that she's in a relationship with, I'm like, oh, man, I've dated that guy. Oh, no. You know, like, yes. it, it's just, <laughs> I feel like it's super relatable. Even if you've, even if you've never had like a weight issue, you know, it touches on many things that you're like, okay, yeah, I've, I've had that friend or I've had that boyfriend in my life. Right. Um, it's very easy to watch and there are certain moments that I'll say are very touching and you want to be like, yeah, girl, yeah. And then they bring you back down to reality because they're like, they kind of show how she's being a little bit selfish. Um, A lot about like positivity and body positivity and um, her being like a career woman and just trying to figure out life. It's I I really recommend Shrill. All right, there Netflix. Is, no, on Hulu. The Lou. Mm-hmm. On Hulu. It's oh, a Hulu you've just original. Been, you've just been binging the fuck out of some Hulu shows, huh? Well, I've got a thirty-day trial, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I've been my. having them all on, like in the background and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, one of the interesting episodes in Shrill is. When she goes to get a plan B and they they sell her one, right? Then she thinks that she's sick. Turns out she's pregnant. Oh, no. And she's like, how did that happen? I took a plan B. She goes back to the same pharmacy, talks to a different pharmacist. And they're like, no, you need, like, one pill only works for up to 150 or 175 pounds. And no one told her. Come on. No. And then I heard it on Nicole Byers' podcast as well. Uh, Why Won't You Date Me? Because she's, you know, carrying a little extra weight on her, too. And she said that a pharmacist ended up telling her that she needed to take two pills to be effective for her weight. I'm fucked up about this. Yeah. PSA, ladies. Yeah. All shapes and sizes. Plan B requires you to take one pill up to 175 pounds. After that, you got to take two. Yeah. And it might be 150. I'm, Either I way. I, I've heard both. I've I'm heard sorry, both. but 150 to 175. I'm in that range. I'll fucking take two if I have to. I have no qualms. If it's 150, fuck it. I'm taking two. That's the thing. 150 is not big. No, it's not. I was 150 pounds in fifth fucking grade. I mean, especially if, like, to your point, you grew up just kind of as a bigger child. Yeah. You're most definitely going to be like, it's going to be harder for you to get rid of that as you get older. Absolutely. And, I mean, if you're probably what? five three or five four or taller you're being very generous no but i'm saying if you're five three five four or taller like you're probably in like not not even in like an obese bmi chart range you know right. if you're 150 pounds like you might be like in an overweight because those bmi charts are shit but i'm just saying like oh yeah no my bmi index explains explain to me is that i am on the verge of morbidly obese 
Oh my god. I know. And um there's something else I can't remember. But yeah, my BMI is all got me fucked up. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, 150 pounds looks very different on very on different people. Mm-hmm. And it's not hard to be 150 pounds. No, it's not. And it's not uncomfortable. That either. was honestly, I'm 35 and I've just now heard about this. And I heard about it twice within like a week. I don't know what kind of signal was being sent to me, but we'll put that aside. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the universe is trying to get you ready to get pregnant. No, no, no. The universe is saying, in case this happens, here's the rules, honey. We don't need another one of you. Mm, I could deal with another one of you. <laughs> um, and then, of course, I bet the reason I got the trial for Hulu <clears throat> is for The Handmaid's Tale. And? I love the show. I love it. It's dark and it makes you feel all the feels. I don't like dark, broody dramas like that. Oh, I really like it. Good. I don't normally, but I really enjoy this one. Yeah. If I'm bored and I have no more 90 day fiance, I will take it upon myself to venture down the handmaid's tale. It's very good. Lane. I trust it is. I've heard nothing but. Like rave reviews about it. Yeah. I'm just it's boring to me. Really? Yeah, I can't. It's too much. Like it's too boring. Oh. I feel like it's full of what's gonna happen next moments. Like angsty political what's gonna happen next moments. There's nothing political about it. Not like necessarily. Fi- like, not like like bureaucracy, like a little, I guess. Um it keeps you on your toes, for sure. Meh. I'll watch a trailer. I wasn't super impressed with it the first time around, but I'll do it again. <laughs> you know. I just like that it um, really challenges you to think about the world a little bit differently. Noted. And I really, the character development is really good. Okay. I trust you. Anyway. I trust your judgment. You have good taste. Most times. Most of the time. Most of the time. So that's what I've been up to. <laughs> nice. Because, um, you know, our weather here in Michigan has decided that it's just never going to be nice. No. And it's just going to consistently rain and flood. And any time that I have any free time, it's going to rain. I, that as makes I, me feel like it's okay to be lazy. <laughs> right. As I stated previously in today's episode, the um, season of my bare ass and legs touching everything that I sit on, it's upon us. It happened in three separate places today where my bare ass, not, yeah, no, I have underwear on, but I have on a dress. So when I sit down, you know, your legs touch. I'm not. Do you wear a thong under your dress? God no. Oh well, that's why I'm like, how much of your booty is touching? I mean, I can your only. Your dress should cover your ass. It should, but then when I sit down, you know, your dress goes up. I got a big ass. <laughs> Takes up more material than the front. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, when I sit down, my ass kind of like hangs out, and of course, 
I'm not rocking granny panties right now. If my dress did happen to fly up, I'd want people to think, oh, look, tasteful. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've had that happen once before. At our old job, I was in the main entrance going up the escalator. You know, the long one. Mm-hmm. Where Peach used to sit. Mm-hmm. And... I was running up the escalator and my toe caught the fucking escalator <laughs> and I fell going I up the this. stairs. <laughs> and thankfully I had on granny panties that day because my dress went all the way up over my fucking head. <laughs> and I mooned the entire goddamn area and it was a large area and there was quite a few people. It was lunchtime. <laughs> so from this that day forward, I made it a point to make sure that my undies were cute <laughs> just in case. Because you're traumatized. Yeah. Oh, man. Should we get into these questions? Yeah, let's do this. Okay. I found an article (laughs) where it says 20 questions to ask your best friends on your next girl's night in. Happening. (laughs) (laughs) And Sex (coughs) Sex in the City, like the four women were the hero shot at the top of the article. So I thought, well, it's got to be in the right realm. But if not, just say pass. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I like this. Uh, If you could date one celebrity, who would it be and why? Mother fucking Ryan Reynolds, because he is so goddamn funny. Oh, my God. We have the same guy. Shocking. It is a little shocking because we don't generally like the same. I don't hate. Well, I mean, if you're going to take Ryan, then I I'll would... take Paul Rudd. You can have Ryan. Oh, I was going to say then I would also take Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah. You can have Jay Fell. Yeah. All right. Ryan. I love how we both pick guys, though, who <laughs> would just make us laugh nonstop <laughs> as we stare at them and go, you're pretty. <laughs> you're so pretty and it's not you're not funny because you're pretty you're actually genuinely funny yeah if there was another guy um that was not necessarily categorized as funny then i would say idris elba oh girl yes right yes yeah okay yeah i don't know Humor is a huge thing for me. It's like, but I think Idris Elba can be funny. Um, he did do a show on Netflix that was a bit lighter, where like he played a DJ, which you know he is in real life, <laughs> but in the show he was a DJ who was not successful. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so funny? Why is the thought of him being like an unsuccessful DJ just hilarious? To I don't know. Us? That's why I was like, I think he has the ability to be funny. Probably. But um, I would, I mean, with his accent and his swagger, he doesn't need to make me laugh. He could just say things. Yeah, this is true. Just let me close my eyes and I'll say something. Yeah. All right, I'll open swag is real. Swagger. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. When you were younger, what did you want to be when you grew up? Honestly, I just had this conversation the other day. When I was younger, I had a best friend who we would spend like 
every waking moment we could that was free together. And we used to talk about what we would be when we were growing. We would grow up. And she would always tell me she'd be a pole dancer. She wanted to be a pole dancer. And I was like, oh, weird. I want to have, like, kids and stuff. And here we are. <laughs> like, 20 years later. She's the one that's got two children, a husband, two dogs, a full-on adult-ass life. Yeah. And I'm out here <laughs> in these streets. Yeah, you're like... But I'm not pole dancing, because if I was, I'd be making more money. But... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah when I was younger I didn't have like one solid thing that I wanted to be when I grew up I never had the like I want to hmm. be an astronaut or I want to be this or I want to be that I never had that huh. I just was like I don't know I'm gonna get old and do shit <laughs> people don't change nope sure don't <laughs> moral of the story is I was like this as a child I wanted to be a fashion designer I would draw little dresses. I, there was this oh, shut kit. up. Yeah, there was this kit that I had that gave you different <gasps> templates for silhouettes. Oh my god, I remember this this commercial. It was a fucking kit, like a um, toy, right? Yeah, yeah. And they had like the different textures that you yeah. could like rub the crayons over. Uh-huh. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I just wanted, had I a flashback. To, I used to draw dresses and stuff and outfits like all gotta, day, every day. I gotta look this up. Yeah, and then um, as I got a little bit older, maybe middle school is when I decided I wanted to be on the radio, and I would make my own tapes <laughs> and pretend I was the DJ. I would record the songs off of the radio onto cassette tapes and then do my own introductions and things in between the songs and make my friends do interviews with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, people don't change. <laughs> nope. No, they don't. Do you, What did you use as a recorder? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it was like one of those big uh stereos that had um the two tape decks the like three disc changer i think i had a mic or something i could plug into it all right you had a there's like an one. aux cord situation that i could plug into it because we used to use our Talkboy fx plus oh i had that from home alone yep and would like walk around the house reporting on everything fuck yeah me too <laughs> But I just did it because that was annoying and it was hilarious. Um, okay. I think I found it. The, the fashion, It was called Fashion Plates. And it's from the 80s. Yes. Do you remember this? Yes. Is that what mine you had? Was, yeah. Well, no. Mine looks a little, looked a little bit newer than that like one. Like more updated? More updated. Mine was um, also purple. Yep. I saw that one too. Yeah. All right, next. <laughs> Talk about the story of your first kiss. Oh, fuck. I was young. I think I was We're younger. We're just waiting here. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking. <laughs> Listen, I've done a lot of stupid shit and destroyed a lot of brain cells. The fact that I remember that fashion plates thing is beyond me right now. <laughs> I believe I was probably 12 or 13. Like, real true kiss. Yeah. I was 13. And it was at the movies. Like, like a tongue. I got tongue. Mm. At the movies. 
mine was on my front porch. Of course it was at 13. Yeah. Like we were sitting side by side on the porch, like with um, our feet on the step down. And he planted one on me. Without Do you regard who it... of anyone around. Oh, no. I mean, my mom was in the house. Oh, no. My brother no. was in the house. Just laying it on you. Just laid it on Wait, me. Wait, who was it? We can bleep it. Uh, it was actually a guy named Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <gasps> no. What? Never mind. I'm moving on. I know I am. Uh, well, this is a toughie for us. You can only drink one brand and type of alcohol for the rest of your life. What is it? All right. Well. I know. That's a tough call for us. It certainly is. Ugh, fuck. Fuckity. Fuckity, fuckity, fuckity. Mm. Honestly, I'm going to have to go with vodka. I figured that you would go with vodka, but the problem with vodka is that you're limited on which ones because some are made from wheat and the gluten-free in us needs the rice or potato. Yeah, and which is totally fine, but it's like a chameleon. You can put whatever you want in it and it'll still taste okay. You mm-hmm. can't do that with all the other lackers. That's true. That's true. Um, Expansion. Hmm. Vitality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Growth. Now you're just saying... Words. Yes. <laughs> I was like, now you're just saying, like, weird buzzwords from 1995. I'm just going to throw a... I'm just going to throw a synergy in there. Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> um, You know, I was teetering between vodka and gin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I have the vodka and you have the gin, yes, can we not drink each other's drinks? There's no rules here, I guess. All but right. I mean, it does say you're if you can only drink one brand and type of alcohol for the rest of your life. What is it? So that makes me think that we can't share. All right, fine, fine. If I chose vodka, it would be raspberry solely, of course, which may not even be gluten free. It's not. Um. If I choose gin, then it's Plymouth. It's good stuff. So, there's that. All right. Next. (laughs) This one's funny. (laughs) What's your favorite thing about each person in the room? Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, Gia (laughs) so has the softest fur. Uh, my favorite thing I don't know honestly my favorite thing about you I think is like how you're able to keep me on task and keep me on track but make me laugh at the same time how is your favorite thing about me about you I don't know I'm a Gemini (laughs) but you're also WT fuck man (laughs) no Um, (laughs) I think you honestly taught me how to be a good friend because I never had somebody before who like showed that they cared so much without looking for something back from me oh you know what that's i mean very kind well you're a very kind human and i didn't know those type of people existed until i met you so all of you is my favorite <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. oh 
my god. Um, my I guess my favorite thing about you. I'm waiting in sweet anticipation. My favorite thing about you is that um, you are unapologetically you. (laughs) And you don't, it's refreshing in most instances. (laughs) (laughs) That's good to hear because I get the evil eye a lot. I know. I know. But that's the thing. But I don't care. (laughs) Well, besides the fact that you don't care, I mean, that's part of the reason that it's my favorite thing, though, is because. Even though you don't want to conform or blend in. I mean, you have tattoos and loud hair, but I didn't know you when you had tattoos and loud hair. Yeah. I knew you when you still had your natural color hair and bare skin. <laughs> and um, I, f- I feel like if you stripped away all the outward stuff, you're still... Uh, you still make people feel very comfortable and like they can be themselves and you add a true human element. So I think that's my favorite thing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, obviously some people don't know how to handle me, you yes. or it's because of, the situation or circumstance that you're in where you're being you and mm-hmm. it's like super corporate or conservative or whatever. Um, so you do get some evil stares, but I feel like at the end of the day, you always end up winning those people over. Oh, uh, every single because, time. And it's not like you're trying to win them over. No. It just happens because you're not judgmental and you're relatable and, you know. You, Thank you. Yeah. So I do what I can. There's that. Everybody has their own battles, right? <laughs> Not to mention the fact that I get evil stares. Like, I'll get mean mugged regularly, but then I'll be like, is everything okay? And that person's like, oh, yeah, what? I was just staring. It's like, oh, oh well, well, <laughs> your staring face is kind of ugly. Can you not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you can even say that to people and they just laugh and they're like, you're funny. Yeah. You know? but Whereas I'm like I say stuff to people and then they're like, oh, wow, she's going to like burn a hole through my head with her eyes. <laughs> yep. That's a great duo that we have. Um, this is an interesting one. What's the sexiest item of clothing you've ever worn? Ooh. In public or in private? You're asking tack, like tack on information. Okay. This is an open-ended just, question. You're right. My bad. It's part of my job to find out things. <laughs> so, that being said, fuck. Uh, in public, the, like, the most sexiest thing, I think, for me that I've ever worn has been something that like I guess this is okay public most recent like in my 30s I've been able to continue like wear things that still show off a lot of skin but I still feel confident in the look so for instance you're just generically naming your closet though you don't have one thing I was for instancing the crop top the black and white crop tops that I wore when we had our photo shoot last summer uh huh I felt the sexy in those. Mm. Okay. 
but I still had high-waisted pants on, so I felt V cozy. <laughs> and I had on heels. Confidence! <laughs> um, but then, like, in private, I've had... I actually had laundry purchased for me by a friend, my old college roommate, for my birthday one year. She's like, here, you need to get laid. And so she bought me for my birthday lingerie. And it's super cute. I don't think I've ever actually worn it for anybody. But on occasion, I'll pull it out and be like, I still fit. And it's cute. (laughs) And I'll tippy tap around my house. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. Um, for me, the sexiest thing I've ever worn. Um, you know, in my early 20s, I wore a lot of, like, low-cut halter top stuff that... Showed off the ladies. That showed off the ladies. But I wouldn't necessarily say that just because it was revealing made it sexy. You just felt sexy. No, I'm saying like it looked like it doesn't necessarily mean I felt it. Oh, yep. So I've actually, um, I had a, I had a black dress at one point, um, that was like an LBD that I could wear at any time. Little black dress. Got it. Yes. Okay. And... I think I had it actually through mm-hmm. two relationships. It lasted a while. Nice. Um, and I would wear it to like weddings or like mm-hmm. some sort of like the one occasion. I currently have. Huh? <laughs> like the one I bought for my thirtieth birthday, and I still rock because it's got pockets. <laughs> oh. Uh, I mean, for purpose, yes, but it doesn't look anything. It didn't look anything like that. Um, but. It wasn't revealing, technically. Oh. It, it was, um, it just fit me perfectly. Okay. And I always look good in pictures. <laughs> 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 and maybe because I was in a relationship or two while I had it, um, I always felt sexy in it because I would be getting like compliments, you know, or like they'd tell me like, oh, you look so great in that. And the one area that is my, um, my area that I'm most self-conscious about is like my lower stomach area, like the pooch area. Right. And there was like belly. Yeah. There was like ruching. Around there, so I mean, it just like camouflaged Ooh, it. Nice. Um, and it was like a satiny. So anyway, I think that made me feel the sexiest because I wasn't worried about how I looked in it. I knew that I looked good, and I still and I could move, and I was yeah. comfortable, and I felt okay if like my boyfriend put his hand around my like hip or whatever. I wasn't gonna have like a rollover or anything. Yeah. Um. So, for me, like, the sexy equals confidence. There's a lot to be said about a little bit of rouging. Oh, yeah. Right? (laughs) I know. I know. And now I feel like my hips are too wide for rouging. Um, They've gotten wider over the years, and I just don't know if it's still flattering for me. Oh, my God. Ugh. Anyway. Your dog's eyes are rolling into the back of her head right now. Because you're... Petting her with your toes? I am massaging her with my foot. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sorry, you scared Gia. me and you scared Gia. <laughs> if you could have a one night stand with no strings attached, who would it be with? Ryan Reynolds. I know. <laughs> I know. Honestly, it would be Ryan Reynolds again. I know. I... Oh, no. I'd lie. I lie. Because what happens if it's majestic? Majestic. I can't even. I'm all worked up thinking about it. What happens if it's majestic? Yeah. What and then like I'm left uniform? wanting more. Oh. Oh, you mean if the knight is majestic? Yeah. What Not if, if it's you're like a majestic creature? Oh God, no. He's a majestic creature. But I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I can't. I can't uh... see him. Uh... I don't have any exes that I'd want to bang one last time. God. I wouldn't ever assume that it'd be a real person. I mean, Ron Reynolds is a real person. No, I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm surprised you're not going for uh, like Channing Tatum. It's a one night stand. I guess. Yeah, not... I don't know. I, I'm thinking about me trying to talk to people. I'm thinking more like, oh, he's going to be hilarious and I'm going to really enjoy my time together. But really, ultimately, we're just fucking. So you write Channing Tatum. Right. <sighs> right. Um, I was looking up the guy that I was thinking of because I couldn't remember his name. And it's Tom Hardy. Oh. Uh, yeah. Tom Hardy. Also, you know who... <laughs> Who crept up on me? That I, that I still wonder if it's appropriate, but it totally is. <laughs> what? Ooh. Zach Efron. Yeah, he's a sleeper though, because I'd fuck him too though. But right. yes, you're right. You're right. But he's like 31 or something. Yeah, he's roughly but my age. He was a child actor. Oh, and I'm old, and I am still older than him. I, I don't know. Musicals. There's something about the fact that maybe he played roles that were younger than him. He was in High School Musical when he was 20. I'm pretty sure. He's yeah. Be. Well, now though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for real, I'd fuck him right now if I could. <laughs> uh, God, yeah, right. I'd, I'd want a hall pass for. Uh, Zach Efron or Tom Hardy. I feel like I'm leaving. I feel like we've named so many white guys and that's not our normal it's not. go-to. That's it's why really I'm like, not. oh, who are we? The pristine white white male. Who are we right now? I don't now? know. Because those are not our normal go-tos. God, they really aren't. <laughs> Blinding me. Maybe that's why. Maybe. Because they're like the quintessential perfect white man. Are they? Well, I said quintessential. So oh. in someone's eyes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't huh. I don't really know. I don't have I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But normally I'd throw I mean ASAP Rocky little... is one of my jams though. I'd fuck him too. <laughs> just, <laughs> just throw it out there right now. Normally I'd throw a little bit of flavor in there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know what? Fuck that shit. Hang on a second. Let me change my answer. <laughs> okay. All right. Two more. Oh, boy. Okay. Um. And then we'll save the rest for next week. Well, I, no, well there, there's not that many questions. Um, 
but this one's really funny because it's what's the craziest thing you've done when inebriated and we've already shared so many of those yeah stories. like all 60 fucking one episodes <laughs> yes i know um if there were more people here this would be appropriate out of the people that your group of girlfriends knows and hasn't slept with who seems like they would be the best in bed and that's just now outing your crush basically on essentially who, on who you have on your like that's truth or dare that's a truth or dare right would you rather start a romantic relationship with someone knowing it will eventually end or never be in a romantic relationship again ooh i would start it for sure I would be in a relationship, too, even though you know it's going to end. Hell, we're all going to die. I mean, we ultimately know that every relationship we get in is going to end. <laughs> I know. I just assume that it's never going to be a lifelong situation. No, who can handle this for that long? Come on. Even if it is lifelong, I always assume that I'm going to live longer than the guy. Oh, man, I'm going to fucking kick the bucket real soon. <laughs> the amount of shit that I do, still do, and did in the past. I am fucked. Super fucked. <laughs> Honestly, um, I, I'm giving whoever. If I ever end up with somebody who has that need or that desire to stay with me until I perish, they have full fledged. Go find somebody else to be it with by the time I'm done, because it's gonna be short. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Nicole, find somebody oh my God. who loves you as much as I do. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, you know, I was just at a baby shower over the weekend with a bunch of girls that I've been friends with since middle school, high school. That's weird to me. One or two elementary, actually. Super weird. And um, we were talking about how we're going to be those like old ladies that you see on the cover of greeting cards. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Those black and white greeting Fart cards. Fart in the wind. The old ladies on yeah. there. What'd just... you say about sin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's us. Because, I mean, we, I wouldn't say we do that much together where significant others or kids or anybody else is invited. We really do most of the stuff together, just us. Me and you, yes. Well, me, no, I'm saying with my high school friends. Oh. We don't really involve the significant others that often that's really funny i mean for the most part when we actually have an opportunity to get together which is you know every six months or whatever it's usually just the girls and so we were like yeah we're gonna be those old biddies on those cards fuck yeah <laughs> and a goddamn convertible like blasting down the road blue wigs flying everywhere mm-hmm. well so. Out of girl time. Out of girl time. My. Do you have one? I do. Let's have it. My out of girl. Uh huh. Oh, boy. You know, <laughs> being a homeowner, it's really, it's really all fun and fun and jazzy rainbows. Um, my AC stopped working. Well, it's a good thing we're having the mildest fucking summer known know. to man. I know. It's the one time where I'm like, hey. At least it's not that hot outside. The warmest my house has got is 73. Jesus. Because I've been keeping, like, all the blinds closed and the doors oh, closed. Yeah. And running, still running the fan from the furnace. Yep. But 
my girl in regards to this topic is the fact that I actually did my due diligence and got three separate quotes. Wow. I had to have three different HVAC companies come on three different days. And I had to reach out to all of them, a couple of them via email and phone because, you know, it's the busy season. And I looked on the Nextdoor app and I looked on my community Facebook board to get recommendations. You guys should see my face if only you could. Call. This is your the what you're telling me right now. Yeah. Makes me itch. I can't. Honestly, I would much rather just take the first quote I got and move on with Take the hit. Yes. But when you're going to spend a lot of money mm-hmm. because I will also get a new furnace. Oh, you're getting a whole new jam. I'm getting huh? a whole new HVAC system now because <laughs> Why only do the AC when my furnace is 30 plus years old? Yeah, pretty much something that you're going to have to spend. Mu- you're, yep. I mean, furnace I'm actually $6,000 minimum. So I was going to say, multiple quotes. your furnace, I'm sure, has to be like, they have to have a deal on it or something right now because it's. Summer. I mean, there's rebates from the energy company and yeah. the gas company and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah. All of it makes me want to puke a little bit. and um, I think I just did a little bit. I know. I know. I know. I had a girl. I was like, but look at me go. Look at you hyper adulting. I know, because it's a lot of coordination. Well, yeah. And it's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. God. Well, my AC unit is from 1995. Okay. And my furnace is probably from... 1983. We'll just say that it's from the same year I was born. <laughs> you know what? That's valid. So, I figure, you know what? Let's just do the whole shebang because it will actually cost less than having them come out here and do two uh-huh. separate yeah. times. You one know? whole thing. One fell swoop. And I don't necessarily want to patch these things back together. No. Because I'll probably end up having to replace them before I move anyway. And then somebody else will get to use the new stuff. No, you Fuck won't. those people. I don't even know who they are. Oh, my God. That reminds me. Yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck (laughs) them. Yesterday, the... Okay, I rent. You know my situation. There was a tree in the backyard. It came down. The house next door that was vacant. Guy bought it. They fixed it up. Well, they zip-tied their wooden fence onto the busted-ass fence that I still have, chain-link fence in my backyard. And so when the wind blows, the whole fucking wooden fence does the goddamn oh, snake wow. like it's on the on the water because it's not secured properly. Yeah. And yesterday I was in the front yard at a girl. This is part of my at a girl. Yesterday I was in the front yard doing some landscaping on my rental property. And the chick who moved in next door, I thought she was renting it. She purchased the house and it was up for a lot of money, like more money than it should have been, I think. But who am I? And then I find out she owns the house. It's she moved right out of her parents' house into this house. Like she never lived on her own. Came right out and told me, This is the first time I've ever lived on my own. And I was like, All right, well, you and Felix the cat, you know, you know where to find me. If you have any issues or whatever. But my Atta girl, well the point is the people who put that house together, they fucking annihilated the fence in the backyard. 
So I met the chick next door. That was my fingernail on the futon cover. I didn't know that that was going to (laughs) happen. I just realized I don't like it. (laughs) I didn't realize I had one nail that was long. God. God. Oh, I didn't like it. I'm sorry that my. It's okay. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know I I wasn't going to like it. My one drug cutter finger. (laughs) My little coke nail. Yeah. Was going to make that noise. It's not even a coke nail. It's just like a little longer than the rest. So. It's the only one that goes over top of my finger. (laughs) So funny. Uh, What about this fence? (coughs) Can we put a cap on it? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, (laughs) I don't know where I was going with telling the story about the fence. The girl, first time she moved in. Yeah, no. It's her first time ever living alone. Period. And she bought a two-bedroom, one-bathroom, blah, 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 next uh-huh. door to me. Yeah. Wild. But my Atta girl is that um, this past weekend, I decided to blow off all of my responsibilities, socially speaking, and clean my fucking house for the first time since I was in California. Like, clean, clean, vacuum, mop, all that fun stuff. Uh, and then yesterday... I did my landscaping, and I planted my tomato plants and my cucumbers. So, fingers crossed. <laughs> that they, they don't live. get flooded? Well, that it's they going to rain from tomorrow through, I don't know, next week? It's fine. They'll be fine. Maybe it'll help them. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, the only thing that's going to help them is goddamn sunlight. That's true. Mm. That is true. My front yard is still a little patchy. Yeah. Well, on that note, that's my Atta girl. You can send us your dating stories, topics you want us to talk about, questions you want us to answer, whatevs, um, to stories at homancechronicles.com. Or you can just DM us on Instagram at homance underscore chronicles, Twitter at homance underscore podcast. Follow the Judgment Free Zone on Facebook. It's a closed group where we share extra tidbits and tadbits. Um, I shared a real fun one over the weekend. You sure fucking did. <laughs> and um, I also need to give a shout out to Language of, Bro- la la la. Language of Bromance podcast because they are featuring our promo. Aw. Um, on their next two episodes. That's so. really cool. Yeah. Language of Romance. I love those guys. Those guys are hilarious. So. Super nerds! <laughs> <laughs>